the diamond I realized the Empathy Museum presents Mail and My Shoes. Ah, these are a pair of Converse skater shoes. Very cool with the star canvas shoes. But actually, these are suede. These are suede Converse. So they're a bit, a bit more snazzier than your average Converse. White sole, classic, white toe, little star, the stripe. Yeah, they're grey in colour, with a hint of red. They're size 6. These shoes belong to Nora Smith. This is her story. I'm not a very natural breather. Sometimes don't breathe in the right places and I run out of breath. That's something that I have to practice. Making sure that your breaths are deep enough. You're not letting all of the air out too quickly and making sure that your breathing is coming from the right position in your body. So you would just sit and to a beat you would hit to try and engage all the muscles that you need. Other things like ha ha so you'd have to go ha 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 I have started practicing a lot more exercises when I'm on my own. I kind of wince when I think about what my neighbours might be hearing. Probably a bit annoying on a Saturday morning. <laughs> but I want to have the stamina to keep going. Enough stamina, enough breath to finish a line. Contributes to a really good sound when you're with a choir because you've all got to breathe at the same time. I think my style of singing is really heavily influenced in folk. It's not something that is taught, but a folk style of singing tends to mean that you don't stick very rigidly to the timing. You're, you're always pushing against the timing just a little bit. So people think you're gonna be out of time, but you just slide in there. In all of Ireland, we have a really strong culture of music and passing on music and songs through sort of informal, what we would call sessions. People will turn up to a pub on a certain evening and you could get a violin, a boron and an accordion or you could get a full complement of whistles and guitars and singers that you just don't know who's going to turn up but everybody who does turn up contributes in some way. My true love said to me My mother won't mind My father won't slight you For your lack of kind She stepped away from me Originally I'm from um, Northern Ireland, just right on the border, a part called South Armagh. 
which probably featured pretty heavily in the news back in the 80s and 90s. When I was growing up, it was very heavily occupied by the British Army. Uh, There were a lot of army checkpoints, helicopters everywhere, army patrols, most days. It's different to other people's childhoods, but I don't ever remember very much negative about it, despite the odd mortar attack rather close to the house. So my father's Protestant and my mother's Catholic background. The benefit to me of having mixed parentage is that I couldn't possibly ever be a bigot because those opinions would always have been challenged. You're never going to discriminate against anyone because of who they are because you know that the reality is we're all just the same. We're just people. My father was the really big influence on me musically and on my brothers. He always introduced us to lots of different types of music. I was sitting in the car with my dad um, singing to a song on the radio and my dad said, sorry, can you just sing that again? Do that again. So I did and he was like, oh, um, you can really sing. So um, I was singing solo from the age of about 14. And that led to coming second in the All-Ireland competition for ballad groups. I think there was probably a brief period where I fantasised about music being my career, but um, a lot of me realised that that's extremely hard and only lucrative if you're incredibly successful. So uh, I think I always thought I'd play it to my strengths on the scientific side of things. So I am a podiatrist, and a podiatrist is a foot specialist. I've been doing it for almost 10 years now, and I've seen some unusual feet in my time. One of the things that a lot of people don't realise about your feet is that your feet combined contain one third of all of the bones in your body. There are 26 bones in each foot which is why sometimes they go wrong. There's quite a lot in podiatry that you can do that's sort of instantaneous. People really feel the difference immediately. And you don't get that in many healthcare professions. You see their whole face change. When they come in, they're in a lot of pain and they're really distressed and they've been suffering for a long time and you can do quite a simple treatment and all the angst sort of just disappears and they just go, wow, that feels so much better. And that's absolutely priceless. It's the best thing about my job. So I joined Lewisham and Greenwich Choir about four years ago. We got an email to say, would you like to participate in a choir for a production for BBC Two with Gareth Malone? And I was really happy to get an audition. I'll never forget being so nervous. I was trembling and I remember just cameras everywhere and there were so many people there. There was about 200 people there for auditions. And then we just waited to see if we got in. So when I got the word, I was just absolutely over the moon. I just thought it was the best thing ever. After that, it was a blur. It was six months of a blur. Lots of new experiences involving TV and cameras. I was so excited to be singing with, you know, my colleagues. 
because it was a workplace choir, everybody in it knows a little bit about the pressure you're under and the things that you do in your job and how hard it is to deal with the public sometimes. And I'll never forget how much work everybody put in. So there were two rounds of singing in the competition. I think that even if you've had a lot of experience performing, you're always a little bit nervous. Certainly for me, even though I've been performing since I was about 14, I still get jitters. I still get butterflies. It's actually kind of exciting. It's part of the process of getting ready to perform. That was kind of amplified by having lots of other people sing with you. There's a very odd kind of a feeling when everyone is standing beside you singing in harmony. I don't know that there's anything else in my life that I've experienced that is similar to that. The interesting thing about being in a choir, and the thing that took me a little while to realise, is that it's actually more about listening than it is about singing, which sounds odd. But if you can't hear the other parts of the choir singing, it sometimes makes it harder to know where you are. It's really intense when you're in it, because you're sort of inside the sound. When you're performing on stage, sometimes you can hear the sound carry. It feels like it's spinning across the room. There's a feeling of kind of, sort of floating almost, like you're on a different plane. It's odd, but amazing. And on a couple of occasions, I was so overwhelmed by how beautiful the sound was that I couldn't sing anymore because I was welling up and, you know, almost sobbing. So I thought, wow, what, what an amazing sound. It's magic, absolute magic. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. We went through the second round of the competition and we had to go and perform in the final. It's something that I knew was really prestigious. We'd all been through huge amounts because we were all working full time. We were really killing ourselves to get to rehearsals. We were learning things we'd never learned before. And we were also just kind of getting to know each other as well. So it was a really nerve wracking performance. And then they announced that we hadn't won, but we were the runners up. So everybody was very disappointed. They really took it badly. But we weren't discouraged by that. From then on, we resolved to just keep on singing together because we loved it so much. About two years ago, it was announced that the health secretary was going to close Lewisham Hospital, uh, was going to close the A&E department and the maternity services there. So in order to support the trust and to support the Save Lewisham Hospital campaign, we decided that we would record a single and that's when we recorded Bridge Over You. And we started on this journey to get that single to number one for Christmas. All of a sudden we were in this massive race. And then the biggest surprise of all, Justin Bieber, who was also in the running for Christmas number one, also came out and supported us. And he urged his 72 million followers to help us get to number one. I'd just come back from my aunt's house on Christmas Day and I was sitting in the car, my heart absolutely pounding, thinking, will he say it's Lewisham and Greenwich for number one? And he did. It was a little bit emotional, 
Yeah, I'd have to say so. <laughs> it was overwhelming, really overwhelming. I'm not sure I thought it was ever possible that we could be Christmas number one. It just felt so unreal to be in that situation, being a local hospital choir. It can be difficult when you read the headlines in the paper and you listen to the news to feel positive about where we are with healthcare in the country because we're struggling. So I think the significance for all of us in the choir was about the public celebrating our work and celebrating us as public servants, as their health care providers. So it validates everything we do and how we feel about what we do. In Lewisham and Greenwich, we have a, a very diverse population and they're very passionate about their local services. I may be biased, but I think they get great services. Certainly from the podiatry department. <laughs> My name's Nora Smith and I'm a podiatrist and I'm a singer in the Lewisham and Greenwich NHS Choir. Nora's story was produced by David Waters. Her shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by the MPV Museum's A Mile In My Shoes exhibition. The shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next. <laughs>